0: Hallelujah, hallelujah, I've known I'm supposed to write for a long time, just waiting on God for the right first book, and uh, I've just been so stirred, and and, uh, just in the last few months I was like, this is the book, this is the one that's coming out, praise God. If you missed this morning, go watch it online. Uh, There was great unction this morning, praise the Lord, hallelujah, he's helping us, he's helping us, praise God, connecting some dots, amen, glory to God, reconnecting with him, in new ways, praise the Lord. We talked about a little bit this morning how uh, I like to watch the renovation uh, TV shows, you know, HGTV, different ones, and, and I like to watch the befores and the afters and all that, you know. And uh, I used to be the kind of person who just liked to, uh, you know, like, just just paint something, just, you know, put a little extra something on what I already have, you know, and uh, the more I got into watching all these HGTV things, they're tearing down walls, you know? They're, they're moving walls, and they're, they're taking things out. They're gutting places. Yes, yes. <clears throat> and I'm thinking, that's not even the same house. No. But it's really the same house. <laughs> but it's all different on the inside. Glory to God. And so there are some things we've all been doing along the way. Uh, Pastor Justin even in, in, in talking about going up to another level and and, 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 you know, always going for more. And, and the way we do that is not always just by putting a new coat of paint on what we've already been doing. Amen. Not just putting a coat of paint on and just adding it to the things we've already been doing. Because uh, in, in all honesty, many times the things we've been doing, we still haven't made the connection. Not that God's not on the giving hand. He's on the giving hand. Our problem usually is on the receiving end. Amen. We got a way of thinking somewhere that you don't want to just paint over the way you've been thinking. You might need to rip it down to the studs. Start over. Amen. Be willing to, as Kevin said on Sunday morning, forget those things that are behind. Forget any type of failure. Forget any type of uh, time that you maybe thought it was supposed to be one way. It didn't turn out that way. Quit asking all the questions. Why? Just rip it down to the studs and rebuild it. Just move forward. Hallelujah. Amen. amen. Everybody say, move forward. move forward. Everything in God is forward. Amen. I said, everything in God is forward. Amen. Hallelujah. What if, what if uh, Peter, after denying he knew Jesus, to a little girl, amen, what if, you know, I mean, you think about it. The night that Jesus was betrayed, he told all of his disciples You're all going to fall tonight because of me. You're all going to mess up tonight because you're all going to stumble because of me is what he said. You're all going to stumble. And Peter said, oh, no. Uh Uh-uh. They might. But I won't. Yeah, Peter's a lot like us. I, I respect him greatly. He at least had the guts to say stuff. Right, even if it was wrong, at least he didn't just sit there and go, mm hmm, like a lot of people, and just you know. So he said, No, not so, Lord. Even if they all do, I won't. Right? Well, first of all, Jesus said, You're all going to stumble, and Peter went, Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> How many of you, sometimes the Lord's telling you not to do something, and you go, Uh huh. <laughs> Right, we need to continually check in with Him and be led by Him. Yeah. Amen. Listen to what He's saying. Praise the Lord. Sometimes He warns you of something, and it's not the devil trying to get your attention; it's God trying to say, "Don't do that." Yeah. And people are like, "I rebuke that. I'm going to go do it." You know. <laughs> and uh, it was really the Holy Spirit all along telling you, "Don't, don't do something." You know, "Don't, don't move that direction." So, anyhow, when uh, when Jesus said, "You're all going to stumble because of me," and Peter said, "Not so, Lord." recognize what Jesus did not say to him next. He did not say, way to go, good confession. (laughs) That's what I was looking for. I was looking for somebody to disagree with me and say something right. He didn't do that, did he? What did he do? He said, as a matter of fact, you're going to deny me three times before the night's over, before the rooster crows. That's not what he wanted to hear, right? But basically what he was telling him was, your intentions are good, but you're not where you think you are. You're not where you think you are. You know, even if you go to the mall, you look for the directory and the you are here sign. (laughs) Right? If you wanna get somewhere, you gotta know where you are. And many times as believers, We think we're further along than we are. Because James says, if you're a hearer of the word and not a doer of it, you deceive yourself. And so if you're a really good hearer, you might think you're further along than you are. Because you know a lot of word. But if you haven't been doing a lot of word, you're not as far as you think you are. Amen. Praise the Lord. You can watch an exercise video. (laughs) we've all watched some exercise videos or portions of right and when you watch an exercise video you can go wow that looks really easy because usually the people doing them are already fit they're not normal they're not real people (laughs) and they're doing kinds of things And you're like well that looks easy if I ever need to do that now I I, I'll know how If I ever need to do that, move right there to do whatever it is I feel like I need. You know, I'm okay. I know how to do that. But you don't know how to do it because you haven't done it. And the the interesting phenomenon after watching an exercise video is all of a sudden you feel like I want to eat carrots and celery and, you know, have a little healthy snack now because I feel so good about myself and you haven't done anything. that doesn't last very long right because all you did was watch all you did was obtain information you didn't obtain it to do it you just obtained it to 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 think "Um, if I ever need that I'll do it but you can't do that with the word you can't do that with what's coming across the pulpit amen you can't go oh that's good information pastor that's good offering Pastor Justin oh that's a good Woo! if I ever if I ever really get to that level of starting to give well then But it's not until you're in the doing of it till you actually get the benefit of it, Amen. right? Amen. But it's not the doing to do; it's the doing to live. Yeah. Amen. The benefit of exercise—if I ever did it—wait, <laughs> you laughed way too loud on that one. <laughs> that that one was like a blah. <laughs> <laughs> Because Kevin's very diligent, and I watch him. Oh, look at him go! (laughs) He is so diligent. Uh, That's that's my man right there. Look at him. (laughs) Anyway, we're moving right along. Glory, the benefits in the doing. Like I said, I like to watch HGTV, and because I watch HGTV HGTV, and all those renovations, I know how to drywall, I know how to tile, I know how to frame, I know how to do all that stuff, and haven't done any of it. Haven't done a thing. But I'm fairly certain I could do it, if I really had to, but I'm also fairly certain it wouldn't be pretty. (laughs) Not the first few times anyway, right? Because you develop in the doing. You develop in the doing. You develop the skill and the the technique and all that in the doing of it. Not in the learning of it, but in the doing of it. Amen? And so in all of your doings of doing the word, don't do it because you're trying to get points with God and you're trying to impress God. Do it because he says, Out of, you know, if you're a hearer and a doer, you'll be blessed, right? It's in the doing that you develop the skill. It's in the doing that you develop the consistency. It's in the doing that you you build the strength. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. That's all free. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Glory, 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 glory. Go with me for a moment to Acts chapter 3. How many came tonight to hear and to be healed? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you came on purpose to be healed tonight? Let me see your hand. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Once again, we're going to be laying hands on those who have come for healing tonight. For you personally, I'm going to ask that you not stand in for someone else. Uh, The best way to do that in the way that we're ministering is to bring a cloth or some other piece of uh, material, any kind of piece of material, not Kleenex, not m ms not... Uh, somebody brought me a bag of M&Ms once to lay hands on. I said, "I'm sorry, I won't do it." She goes, "Well, somebody else did." I go, "I can't. I can't answer for them. I don't have any precedent for the Holy Ghost and an anointing going into a bag of M&Ms." But if you want to leave them with me, I'll take care of it. <laughs> Gummy bears, even more. But anyway. I'm in, a, I'm, in a, I'm in a funny place tonight. All right. Praise the Lord. I'm, I'm fired up is what I am. Glory to God. Uh, I came so stirred tonight. Praise the Lord. came so stirred. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you, uh, if you came with the intention of ministering or standing in for someone else, the best thing to do is to bring a cloth or to be willing to part with a shirt on your back and give it away to them later. That's absolutely fine as well. Praise the Lord. Amen. It doesn't have to be a handkerchief. Any piece of cloth will do. Praise God. Uh, But I do encourage, if you are uh, doing that on behalf of someone else, that it is someone you have a relationship with, someone you have influence with. This is not just to to grab a cloth and cut it up in pieces and pass it around to people you don't know and have no influence with. Uh, That's not what this is about. Amen. We're, We're intentional with everything we do. And thank God, God has technology to take care of folks that aren't here. Amen. And that's one of the ways he does it. Glory to God. He's got lots of ways to get healing to us. And in these evening services, the primary way that we'll be ministering is by the laying on of hands with a special anointing, a special healing anointing that we received from the Lord uh and in a, a very profound experience I, I i told you last night i'll tell you again this very profound experience i had with the lord with kevin and i and three other ministers were together praying and uh we were just in a hotel room because we were all in the same city attending a meeting and we thought let's get together and pray I'd love to pray with these folks and so we did and as we were praying uh just for the body of christ we were just praying not not anything for us specifically. But all of a sudden, uh, the Spirit of God came on me in such a profound way that I found myself leaving leaving my body. I can't, all, you know, some spiritual things are difficult to explain properly because they're spiritual. Amen. But all I can say was I felt that I left my body and I went up and I'm looking down at us praying. I freaked out a little bit, I'm going to be honest. And I, I kind of came back to myself. And when I did, the power of God hit me so strong, I slid down against the wall and sat on the floor, and the power of God hit my hands. Now, I've been accustomed to the power of God being in my hands because we served Brother Hagen's ministry for many years, and he had what he called a tangible healing anointing, something that could be felt or something that could be touched. Amen. We read last night and, uh, that power went out of Jesus, There's an exchange of power. He didn't just lay hands and pray for someone. He literally transmitted the power of God that was in him to another individual. That's one of the ways that God heals. It's not the only way. There's a lot of ways, amen. But the power of God came into me, and the Lord said this to me. He said, you've been accustomed to this healing, uh, anointing by association for many years. This one's yours. Glory to God, hallelujah. I've called you and I've given you a special anointing to minister to the sick. So that anointing is a tangible substance and a transferable uh, substance, my hands to you. Praise God, because God still wants to touch people. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It is the anointing of God. It's not mine in the sense that I own it. I'm just housing it. (laughs) Amen. It's his anointing flowing through someone that he chose and called. And the Bible gives us uh, a reason for that. In uh, Corinthians, it says to to one has been given, you know, to be an apostle or a prophet. And then he said gifts of healings and working of miracles. God set those in the body of Christ. Those who are specially called to that. Praise God. And because we're specially called to it, we have to give ourselves to it. We have to give ourselves, not everybody has the time to give themselves to it. And it's required, praise God. Amen. So, uh, but every believer is authorized by Jesus himself to lay hands on the sick in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So look here in Acts chapter 3, Acts chapter 3, again, many ways and many methods of God delivering healing power, the primary way in these evening services will be through the laying on of hands with a tangible healing anointing. How many of you received last night, you got a, you got a tangible healing anointing and something happened to you? Praise the Lord, Let, keep your hand up, keep your hand up. Glory to God, hallelujah, hallelujah, praise the Lord. And you, you oh, was it neuropathy was it? Yeah, and, and how have you been today? Good. Yeah, moved her legs and feet, nothing, Nothing. no pain. It was still tingling? No, no, okay, praise (laughs) the Lord, amen. That's the anointing, destroying a yoke of bondage, amen, praise the Lord, and right behind you, yeah, neuropathy as well. A little bit. Let's get another dose. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Who else can already tell a difference in the very back? Yes, sir. Neuropathy in the feet. God was doing feet last night, right? Lord. Praise the Lord. What about you? How are you You've been doing today? Yeah, the thing with your knees is completely gone. Go up and down these stairs right here. Come on over here. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I was thinking about you this afternoon. Yeah, go up go up these stairs right here. No pain, nothing. no weakness, nothing. glory to God, nothing, hallelujah. Every bit whole, hallelujah, amen. I was thinking about her this afternoon, and I thought if she's there, I'm going to make her go up those stairs tonight. <laughs> praise God, praise God. Who else had, a, had something happen already? Yes, ma'am, neuropathy. I'm telling you, that was the word last night, amen? Praise God. And then some people got got healed a different way yesterday, praise the Lord, in the morning service when Kevin was giving his testimony how he was healed of asthma and allergies. And there were some folks that got healed yesterday in the morning service just by standing there and the anointing went into them. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. We already got some testimonies about that too. So see, there's different ways that he heals. Many times we get into this position of, I'm going to get my healing this way. And it's like, well, if I can't get it this way, well, we got to be open to all the ways that he heals. Amen. Moses got in trouble for not speaking to the rock, right? Because he was used to using that staff. And he got used to using the staff. Listen, God will shake things up sometimes just to get you to not be walking by sight and get you walking by faith again. Well, he always does it this way. -uh. There's lots of ways. Amen. There's lots of ways he can shake things up, be open to all of his ways. Amen. And there are not in those ways, there are not levels that are better than another way. We sometimes get the idea of, you know, the centurion who had great faith. We think, well, he got it on his own. Let me tell you something. You never do anything on your own. (laughs) We're joined to him, number one. Praise the Lord. Without him, Jesus said, without me, you can do (laughs) nothing." nothing. Amen. Amen. So sometimes we get this idea that I'm going to just stand on the word. Well, you can stand on the word. Amen. Absolutely. It's the one method that doesn't require any other person or any other individual to be involved. That's got to be a way that's available. Because what if you're all by yourself? I can't call anybody. Can't get somebody to lay hands on me. Can't get somebody to agree with me. Can't call for the elders of the church. What are we going to do? Well, I'm going to stand on the word. Why? It's enough. He's good. Amen. But at the same time, people can get into a sense of pride saying, I I ought to be, and the devil will help you by saying, you ought to be able to get this on your own. Who do you think, you're going to call for, you're going to let somebody lay hands on you at this stage of your life? I mean, God's not going to get all the glory if you have somebody else. Well, who's going to get some of it? Like if the person who lays hands on you, do they get some of the glory? No. He gets all the glory all the time. All the time. They're all his methods. They're all his ways of delivering his healing power. It's not a video game where you finally get to the level where you're all on your own. Amen. So let's just open our heart. Come on, Amen. You know, well, I I I just believe that I can get it on my own, and, uh, and and then somebody, then then there's a word of knowledge delivered about your case, and you're like, well, I'm not going up there. I'm already I'm already believing God, and then. And then Dr. Mary Fran says it so exact, <laughs> or someone, or pastor, or, you know, or me. Just saying. And people go, oh, no, 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 because I'm, I'm, I'm believing God. Yeah, that's why he's delivering it. Because you've already placed your draw on heaven's ability. Hallelujah. You're already believing God. Good. Yay. Now he's delivering it this way. He's got lots of ways. Praise the Lord. We are getting to Acts chapter 3. You know this time when Peter and John went up to the temple to pray? At the hour of prayer, this was after Pentecost. This was after the resurrection of Jesus, after Pentecost. Amen. Amen. And, uh, you know, the disciples at some point in, during the ministry of Jesus on the earth, remember he sent them out to minister to the sick, to raise the dead, right? Yeah. To cast out devils. Amen. He told them to do all of that and they did. They were, they were out there doing it. Amen. So this isn't their first opportunity, but it's their first opportunity since Jesus has gone up to heaven. And so they're going to pray And they see this man there that says uh, he was begging alms, who's been laid there daily. And he's been lame from birth. So now their first foray into the healing and miracle ministry is somebody who's lame from birth that everybody knows. (laughs) Right? This is not some secret experiment. guy's there every day. And everybody who goes in and out of the temple sees this man there every day. When Jesus was was in Jerusalem, anytime he was in Jerusalem going into the temple, he would have seen this man. He's there every day. So he's expecting to receive money because that's where he gets his living. And Peter and John said, look at us, right? Silver and gold we don't have. But look what it says here. Verse 6. Peter said, silver and gold I do not have. But what I do have. What I do have. I have something. And I have something that I can give to you. I'm in possession of something that I am able to. To give you. I just received from your love, many of you, a lot of cash. Now it's mine. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I haven't had I'm not I haven't counted it. I I I, I will count it later. <laughs> but right here, here's two one hundred dollar bills I just pulled out. Two one hundred dollar bills right here. This is now mine. I really can do anything I want with it, right? Because it's mine. I could give it away. I can put it towards the laptop, which I is my intention to do because the Lord made a demonstration tonight, and he's provided because I called in that laptop a couple of months ago. Praise the Lord. It's already, been, it's already mine. Amen. I just got to go get it. Praise the Lord. And uh, this is helping. Praise God. So, uh, but, but I'm now in possession of something. And if I have it, I can do anything I want with it. Isn't that right? I, I have a Bible. I, I have, I'm in possession of a Bible. This is my Bible. I didn't borrow this. I didn't take it from the hotel. This is the one I use on a regular basis. It doesn't sit in the back seat of my car. It goes with me where I go. Yeah. It, it doesn't go in my checked luggage. It goes in my carry-on. I don't check this. I don't, I'm not ready to part with it. It's going where I go. Everywhere, you know, This is mine. But if I wanted to, I could give it away. Because it's mine. It's my decision what I do with it. So Peter and John said, we don't have money. But we do have something. We're in possession of something we are now in control of. And we have the ability to do something with this. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. They didn't pray. Prayer's one way. James, the fifth chapter, talks about calling for the elders of the church. But they didn't pray for that man. They didn't say, let's all get together. Come on, everybody, join together. Come on, come on, let's all pray. Let's all pray for this guy. We've seen him here every day. We love him. We, you know, let's pray for him. That would be one way, but it's not the way they did it. They said, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. They declared something in the name And then took him by the hand and yanked him up. Mean preacher. (laughs) Well, they'd seen Jesus do it. Jesus said to a man with a withered hand, stretch it out. Well, I can't. Yeah, you can now. Man at the pool of Bethesda, get up. Well, a minute ago, he says, I don't have anybody to get me in the pool. I can't even get in the pool. He said, well, you can get up. Because I had sense enough to go, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's as simple as, okay. Quit resisting. Quit thinking, well, yeah, but it's got to be this way. It's got to be, I, I haven't confessed enough. I haven't, I, get up, okay. Respond to a command of faith, which is what they did here. In the name of Jesus, we have something that works. Yeah. Amen. Real quickly, go with me to John chapter 14. John chapter 14. <clears throat> Where'd they get this boldness? To say in Jesus' name, get up, and he did. Amen. Then later on, uh, of course, everybody starts flocking to him like, oh my goodness, what'd you do? And then, and then Peter said, don't look at us. Right after he said, look at us. Look at us. I have something to give you. And then he all of a sudden he goes, don't look at us. As though by our own power or righteousness, we've made this man to walk. But he said it was the name of Jesus and faith in the name. It's not just the name blurted out. It's believing word. I just want to speak the name of Jesus over every fear. Come on, what do we think about? Think about speaking the name of Jesus, believing and speaking, believing and speaking. It's not a magic word. It's Him and all He is. He's not a dead man. He's alive why we use his name, Amen. amen? But he said this in John's gospel, the 14th chapter, in verse six, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also, and from now on you know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father, And Jesus said, have I been with you so long? And still you're asking me. And yet have you not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you. Now this will mean a little bit more to the people who were here this morning. The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority. But the Father who dwells in me does the works. Does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. When uh, Nicodemus came to Jesus, and we explained this this morning, when Nicodemus came to Jesus... He said, we know that you have come from God because nobody can do the works you're doing unless he came from God. So Jesus is saying, believe me for the very work's sake. It proves that the Father is in me and I'm in him. Because man doesn't do this by himself. Amen. It's the Father in me doing the work. Most assuredly, verse 12. Here's where it gets really exciting. I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do will he do also, and greater works than these he will do because I go to my Father. Game changer. Yes. Amen. When Jesus went to the Father, it's not just the fact that after I go to my Father, it's the significance of the things that happened from the time he went to the cross, to the grave, to hell, to heaven. Peter said, it's not by our own wor- our own power or our own righteousness that this man has walked. But it was by power and it was by righteousness. It was by his righteousness that he got for us. Glory to God. It's not our own righteousness. It's now him in us doing the work. Just as much as Jesus said, it's the Father in me, look here, and whatever, oh, could this be this good and this true, and in my Bible, it's in red, so yes, (laughs) and whatever you ask in my name, now he's not talking about prayer here. This is not the subject of prayer. In another place, he talks about asking the Father in his name. But here he says, whatever you ask literally means what you call for or what you demand in my name. Isn't that what Peter and John did? I have something in the name of Jesus. Get up. I'm calling for it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whatever you ask, whatever you call for in my name, because he's talking about the works. He's not talking about requests. He's talking about the works that he's been doing. So he's still talking about the works, the healings, the miracles. Whatever you now demand in my name, look what he said, I will do. I will, Jesus will do. No wonder Peter then said, why are you looking at us? (laughs) It was the name and faith in the name that caused this man to walk. Whatever you call for, whatever you ask, I will do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. I will do it. Hallelujah. This is the primary way that God uses me. Hallelujah. I very, very rarely pray for anyone. Now, in a church setting, most often the case is, call for the elders of the church. The prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise them up. It's just another way of doing it. It's another method. And in a local church assembly, many times, that's the way that's, that's very often used, the prayer of faith. Glory to God. Hallelujah. One is not better than the other. Amen. But they all work if you believe. Our responsibility is simply to believe what he said. Believe what he said. What am I supposed to believe? I believe I receive, I believe I receive my healing. I believe, don't get all caught. Relax. Just believe that he put this method in the word for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And your responsibility with this method is simply to receive. To receive. Everybody say receive. Glory to God. How do you receive something? Hi, thank you. Take it. It's really not complicated. It's not different for spiritual things than it is natural things. Because life is life. Amen? How you do life is how you do God. There's not a separate set, set of rules for God things than the way we do life. Amen? If you go to the drive-thru, you go to, to some fast food place and you go to the drive through, and you, you you go up to the window and you pay for it. Now it belongs to you, right? It now belongs to you, and they're going to hand it to you. You're not wrestling them for the for the food. You're not begging them. You're not going. I believe I receive. Oh, it was. I just believe I receive my tacos. <laughs> And they, they lean out the window. They hand it to you, and you go, I believe I receive. <laughs> and they're like, and you're like, I just, I, be, I believe it's mine. I believe it's mine. I know it's mine. I paid for it. It belongs to me. I believe that. Well, there's one step left. There's only one step left. Take it. Take it. You're not taking from God something he hasn't already offered. He's reaching out to you. The only thing you have to do is take it and say thank you. (laughs) That's all I had to do a minute ago. (laughs) Notice, I didn't go. No, no, I, 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 believed God for a laptop. I believe God for a laptop. He's gonna, He's gonna give me a laptop, and He's demonstrating tonight and put it in Pastor Justin's heart to start something. No, no, no. I, I, I'm getting it a different way. I'm believing for one. I'm believing for a laptop. So I didn't go, no, no. No, I I got this. No, I I already received it when I prayed. I received it when I prayed, and I asked God for it. And I told Kevin, I've already asked God. I've released faith for a laptop, so it's coming. Praise God. Uh, It's coming. I know it's coming. And so uh, it will come, as we've been admonished, as as we've been told. It will come. Just say it will come. So I've been saying it will come. It'll come. Praise God. And I, and I released faith for it instead of just putting it in the budget. Because I like to do things like uh, cast your uh, hook into the water and the first fish that comes out, get the money and, you know, pay your taxes. I mean, there's miracle ways of doing things. Amen. I didn't want to put it in the budget. I wanted to believe God for it uh, separate from the budget because I'm actively using my own faith for things. Praise the Lord. So I believed I received when I prayed. Yeah. I already had it. Now, I got no deadline on it. I had no deadline on the thing, like it's got to come by a certain time. I've just released my faith, and it's, it's, it's on its way. Amen. So when this shows up, when I count it, it's probably all there. Yeah. <laughs> Most likely, it's all there. But I didn't go, No. No. See, it's a demonstration. So why would your healing not be all there? If that's what you ask for. If that's what you release faith for, then just take now what God's offering. Hallelujah. Come on, let's lift up our hands and thank him for it tonight. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you Lord Jesus, hallelujah, we worship you Lord. We worship you Jesus. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your faithfulness. We hope you enjoyed this message by Word of Life Church. We just wanted to let you know there's a lot more content on our website at wolapopka.com. From our YouTube channel, to our podcast, to our SoundCloud, and many more events. We also wanted to let you know that we love giving you these messages.